This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome back to Jurassic Park Minute. Jurassic Park Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1993 film Jurassic Park Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. Hi, Brady. And today we're going to be discussing Minute number 83 of Jurassic Park. Brady, how are you doing today? Doing good. We're um, getting into some interesting material here. We are seeing Dr. Alan Grant, uh, his, his evolution into parental figure continue. A uh, good choice of words there. Evolution, indeed. <laughs> he definitely evolves some in this minute uh, to kind of open up a little bit and get closer to Tim and Lex and, you know, give them the, the figure that they need to kind of calm down in this moment. But are you ready to go ahead and talk about this minute? Let's do it. Let's do it. In the previous minute, Dr. Alan Grant, Tim, and Lex climbed up into a tree in order to get away from the T-Rex. As the minute ended, the trio watched Brachiosaurus eat in the distance. At minute number 83, Grant and the kids continue to watch the Brachiosaurus sing in the distance. After a few seconds, Grant appears to get an idea and moves up to a higher branch on the tree. At 83.15, Grant holds his hands to his face and makes a noise that imitates the Brachiosaurus's call. At 83.20, after hearing the call, two additional Brachiosaurus raise their heads to see what Grant is doing. Lex tells him to be quiet and that he will draw the monsters to them. Grant tells her that they aren't monsters, they are animals, herbivores to be exact. At 83.30, Tim tells Lex that they only eat vegetables, but he thinks they can make an exception for her. Lex states that she hates the other kind. Grant states that they just do what they do and moves back down to closer to the kids. At 83.45, Lex and Tim move closer to Grant. He shifts to let them sit with him. At 83.55, as Grant shifts, he moves abruptly. Something has stuck him in the back. He reaches into his back pocket and grabs something. Tim asks what it is, and thus ends minute number 83 of Jurassic Park. So, like I said, uh, there's not a whole lot going on in this minute, and that's on purpose because we're kind of still giving the audience the break from the intense action that's been going on. There's Tonally, this scene and the, the minutes surrounding it are made to kind of to calm you down, to ease you in. There's a lot of movement in the scene, you know, characters thinking things and doing them, but maybe not a whole lot of dialogue, you know? Uh, Grant yeah. takes a moment in this minute to get to a higher branch to kind of use a call out to the dinosaurs. So I think he's kind of showing his like caring, nurturing side in all of this, yeah. and that's what this minute's all about. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely is. Um, there's an interesting thing that happens too, where uh, Tim is kind of picking on Lex, and it's very subtle. And Alan says, like Tim, he reprimands him in a very parental way, and he doesn't even notice it. He doesn't acknowledge it. He's still focused on the dinosaurs. So that evolution that I spoke of is happening, whether he is aware of it or not. And yeah. uh, so it's a subtle thing. And I like it, but it's very, it's got a very family feel to it, parent and child. Uh, and it's like he was in no place to do that. As someone who doesn't even know these kids, he, he's not connected to them at all, but he's still doing it because that's just what is naturally occurring. Yeah. And we're, we're subtly seeing it. I said that in one of the last minutes, um, is that a lot of things that this movie does, it's putting out there for you, but almost to the point that you don't even notice it. So... Yeah, and that's that's, that's, uh, that's a case of uh, pretty good writing in this movie. So yeah, it and doesn't get I think enough credit for the character work that it does. But yeah, exactly. So we we get kind of a funny moment where uh, Alan starts to like bellow, he call back to the uh, to the Brachiosaurus, and they're they're bellowing, and um, and they actually like hear it and recognize it. Whether they're like, hey, this sounds like us, or hey, look at that idiot in the uh, tree over there. Um, 
And it's interesting because Jack Horner, who's the paleontologist that uh, one of the world's leading paleontologists, and it's who their primary uh, resource was for for the movie, um, says that we, we can tell how they moved. We can tell more or less what kind of, uh, if they had skin or feathers, we can even tell if they have lips, uh, more or less. But we can we have no idea what they sound like. And we'll never know what dinosaurs sound like. So it's interesting that Grant is here doing his best to try and figure that out or to see if, if he can make some difference. Now, in Jurassic Park 3, uh, they have like a 3D printer or whatever it is that's recreating um, some piece of a velociraptor's... Uh, whatever the body part would be that it would actually make its call through, its roar, things like that. And uh, Grant's assistant early on in the movie is like, hey, check this out. And he blows through it and it makes the sound and it really brings Grant back. It triggers a terrible memory of the first experience he had with raptors. And um, I think that was really cool that they actually addressed the sound issue. And for people who weren't, who never had an experience with a dinosaur, thank God, are now going to be able to hear that and and the effects that it has on Grant. So that's actually one of my favorite things about uh, Jurassic Park 3 is, is that they touched on how they would have sounded and the way that they would recreate it. I thought it was actually really well done. Yeah, and it's kind of cool they pulled it into a character moment for Grant there too. They kind of triggered his post-traumatic mm-hmm. stress disorder that he'd definitely have coming out of an experience like this. You know that uh, exactly. And uh, you know we 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 kind of got on to in our Patreon episode last week what it would be like if, for the characters after they had their experiences in Jurassic Park. You know, part of the thing from Escape from Jurassic Park that we talked about in our Patreon episode was that uh, Hammond asked everybody to come back to you know save the dinosaurs and kind of help them get some closure on the experiences that they had in Jurassic Park. So, all right, Brady, well, do you have anything to, else to say about minute number 83? No, it's a short minute, but it's, uh, it's a good one that is going to lead into some even broader uh, themes tomorrow. Fantastic. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about minute number 85. I'm Kyle. I'm sorry, minute number 84. <laughs> I spoke too soon. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And until next time, hold on to your butts. Jurassic Park Minute is a fan-supported podcast. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at JurassicParkMinute at gmail.com and visit us online at JurassicParkMinute.com, Facebook.com slash JurassicParkMinute, and Twitter.com slash JurassicMinute. You've been listening to a Pele Media Podcast. For premium content and exclusive podcasts, visit us at patreon.com slash Media. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Media, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Media. Yeah.